0: Hence optional, Human Books Online, shares real and raw stories, the ups, the downs and everything in between. This is true authenticity. Alrighty, welcome to The Couch Out Loud. My name is Claudia DeSalvo. I'm a Gold Coast based artist and ceramicist and I'm here to talk a little bit about my practice um so first up chapter one a brief rundown of what you do now or are planning to accomplish in the future so right now i'm sort of all consumed in the world of ceramics um i've got a studio in the gold coast hinterlandy area which i'm very 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 grateful for especially during COVID, because i could sort of i was well set up for isolation <laughs> to zone out and make things there um so what's where i make my work it's sort of split i guess halfway down the middle between um, more exhibition conceptual work and sculptures, along with sort of a line of of functional ceramics. And um, when I'm not doing that, I'm teaching, so I'm very lucky to um to be able to teach. I work at a studio up in Brisbane called Muss and Meek Ceramic House. Um, so I teach wheel throwing classes and hand building classes up there, and I absolutely love it. So very busy, but that's generally where I'm where I'm more consumed at the moment and what I'm doing. Um, end of chapter one. So chapter two, background, a look at value, support, influence, expectations, and my interests or passions growing up and sort of how that influenced my practice today. Um, So I'm very fortunate that I've had a very supportive upbringing in terms of my arts practice, which I guess is a little bit strange as the child of of migrant parents who are often, I guess they worked so hard and they started a business to build them. they were just so supportive they wanted, which I guess is the case for a lot of migrant kids. They just really wanted their kids to sort of like go out and do and have like the freedom to make the choices that I guess maybe they didn't get to make, um, which I think I'm very, very fortunate for because I think a lot of the time my parents, for much of it, especially when I was at art college, still d- didn't really understand what it was that I was doing there, which is fair enough. I don't think I did either. Um, it's a little bit better now, especially now that I'm into pottery because that's something that I'm, I think everyone can sort of relate to a little bit because it's such an ancient craft. Um, but I guess that they, they didn't really influence, it was just more of a support system that I grew up with, which was really, really nice. Um, I've always been a creative person, and I guess it took me one year of studying something a bit more boring and analytical at uni for me to to decide that I actually should be at art college. So that didn't, decisions sort of happened quite quickly for me, and that realisation came quite early. And from there, it was just, yeah, I majored in sculpture, I went to the Queensland College of. Art um, and made it in sculpture, which interestingly enough didn't have a ceramics program. I think ceramics was considered a bit more craft, and it wasn't really something that that was kind of seen as, as a relevant part of the curriculum, which is a little bit unfortunate. But also, um, I guess it's just how it was at the time. I think there, there was a kiln in the sculpture studios. They didn't really show us how to use it. It was mainly just students putting weird things in it to see at what temperature they melted. Um, and it wasn't until much later that I that I went into ceramics and I realised that that was was a medium that I should be working in. Interestingly now, um, my current boss at the ceramic house, who's also obviously a ceramicist, went to art college as well, and she um, she studied jewellery and we were both there at the same time and we both ended up falling into ceramics afterwards, which is quite nice. I think I sort of digressed from the original question, but I just think it's funny. Um, Yeah, and I guess, yeah, I've always been, I think what, what drew me to ceramics is, I guess, the tactile nature of the medium. Um, I quite enjoy how transformative it is and how fluid it can be but at the same time at the end you've got a very like a solid finished product. It's why we have art of ceramic artifacts that are thousands of years old. So I guess that that transformation is something that's always, always interests me and I guess the freedom and it's just so much to learn. So I don't think I'll ever get bored studying ceramics and I'll be here for a very long time. End chapter two. Alrighty, chapter three, struggles and barriers, and I think I'm extremely fortunate that I don't, I don't feel like I've had any particular barriers that have stopped me from pursuing the things that I wanted to pursue in terms of a career in, in the arts, like I spoke about earlier, I had really supportive family and friends around me that sort of, you know, um, were happy for me to pursue this, is not probably the most lucrative <laughs> um, or wealthy <laughs> pursuit in terms of jobs. Um, I guess the only thing that I could that I could really reflect, reflect on in terms of struggles and barriers is like, I guess growing up on the Gold Coast there's not really a barrier, but I guess when you go into arts and you're late like teens and you know you're interested in that, it's kind of assumed that you're going to move away, you know and there's, a, there's like everyone move, I include me included I'm seventeen moving to Brisbane thinking that there was no arts here and assuming that I, I'm going to move to Melbourne, I'm gonna have to move to Sydney. Um, but I actually became quite fond of the Gold Coast and I I quite like the culture that we have here. Um, And I just think there is, it's such an exciting time to be an artist on the Gold Coast because there are so many more opportunities now than there were even five years ago. So I wouldn't say it was a barrier, but it was just a, a choice that I kind of made to move away and sort of pursue opportunities elsewhere or to be part of the artists that create opportunities here and obviously, Got, I've had more opportunities here in the past year than I think I would have had anywhere else. and I get to be near my family as well, which is really, really nice. Um, so I guess, yeah, it's not really a barrier, but I think it it just goes to show that I mean artists are resourceful people. I'm not just about myself, I'm just about artists on the Gulf Coast in general. And you don't necessarily need to move to to create an art scene. Sometimes you just need to mobilize you have to create that scene here, which is nice, and especially, I always thought, I sort of had a bit of a moment somewhere probably through post grad, where I was like, actually there are more opportunities where there are less up because people will let you do things with more responsibility because there's not really a ladder to climb. There's just, they need someone to do something and there's no one there doing it yet. So all of a sudden you have more responsibility, I guess, which I thought, which I thought was a really nice thing to be able to have opportunities. Like I could, like I interned at Swell when I was in my postgrad and I was able to do so much in that organisation I felt so because, you know, They were just so grateful to have people wanting to be involved, which is so nice. Um, So yeah, I guess it's not really a struggle or a barrier, but if I'm reflecting on a, you know, and I guess any artist would have this in terms of what makes it tricky, is just, yeah, reflecting on the cultures around you. And I think some people would think the Gold Coast could potentially be a bit of a hindrance, but I guess it depends how you look at it. So yeah, I'm happy to be here, which is really nice. Um, So yeah, end of chapter three, that's all. Chapter four, changing my narrative a little bit about a personal transformative experience and I guess the path that I'm on at the moment. So I guess um, like the most pivotal transformation would be for me from like I guess art college to where I am now. As I mentioned earlier, there wasn't a ceramics program where I started at like, art college. Um, I majored in sculpture and sculpture was basically everything that wasn't printmaking, painting or jewellery um, at the time, it might be different now. Um, So yeah, sculpture was the place for a lot of video art, a lot of weird installation art, performance art, all that good stuff. um, Which was great and I had a lot of fun making all of that kind of work in my time there. But I guess um, I left not really knowing what to do with that for a little bit. And then I found ceramics and it all just sort of fell into place. Because ceramics is this wonderful ancient craft, like one of the oldest crafts that humanity has. We've got artifacts from thousands of years ago, but also ceramics is having this wonderful resurgence both within contemporary art, I find, but also within um just the general public. People are people are far more curious. I find today. It's like you know, that we run, help teach classes, and we're booked out every weekend, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think ceramics, both as a craft and as an art form, or as a as a craft that has a place in contemporary art, is sort of it's bubbling up to the surface a lot now, which I mean, it's great for me. It's another reason why I'm really interested in sort of exploring it further. I'm really lucky in my practice that I've I've found a way that I get to have, I guess, the best of both worlds. So um, I love making functional wear, um, you know, things like plates and mugs and dinnerware for restaurants and cafes, and you know, items that people have in their home and really cherish. Um, I love this idea that you can have an object in your home and feel really connected to it, and just sort of like that sense of ritual with your morning coffee or whatever it is. Um, But another part of my practice that I love is being able to, I guess, reflect on and sort of push the conceptual limits of the medium itself. Um, I do that in a way sort of, it's kind of like my work for Swell in which I sort of, I thought about the stories that I wanted to tell and the stories that were important. So in this instance, earlier this year, like. I was, and like many other people, reflecting on the devastation that was the bushfires and how I could use ceramics to sort of um, kind of meditate on that message a little bit and that's where I sort of fell into making glazes out of wood ash, which I sort of, um which I do in my studio and the wood ash is collected from my parents fireplace and from our pizza oven and um, wild clay from our dam and I use that to make the glaze and I think inherently of imbues those objects that I created which were crematory urns with like another layer of meaning and that is like ash glazes are you know once again a very very old form of glazing pots um but I was able to reference that in a way that was quite contemporary which I thought was really really nice so for me I get to sort of I get to satisfy my my curiosity and my my sort of love of using art to tell a story but at the same time just being able to really really enjoy like the fact that I have the skills, to 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 kind of I guess push this craft a little bit and enjoy like the simple things like utilitarian wear is, yeah, and spent a long time sort of mastering that. Um, so yeah, end of chapter four. Cool. Chapter five: personal thoughts and philosophy, and also future projects. Um, so I guess personal, just for me personally, um, my philosophy has been for a long time just make art which i know sounds very silly um but i guess it just it doesn't matter how you feel or how i'm feeling or how what's going on in my life or in the world if i just make time to show up in the studio then things happen um it kind of i think it's a bit of a lie that we're fed a little about inspiration that it just sort of like inspiration comes to you Um, but i find that's rarely the case like lightning bolt ideas always feel really good when you have them and then when you pursue them you're like actually that idea wasn't as good as I thought but the ideas and the concepts that you labour over and marinate with for weeks I find are the ones for me personally are the ones that I've been happiest with you know I never I never just take my first idea or my first thought and run with it I know that and I know now which obviously it's taken me a few years to figure out but there is an evolution of an idea and a process and I know that okay I'm, I shouldn't like the first three iterations of something but by the fourth or the fifth I know it's going to be better um and so for that to happen I just I just have to show up and make things and it doesn't really matter if if I and that's one, that's one other wonderful thing about ceramics is as long as I haven't fired it I can always recycle it so it doesn't feel like a waste I can just play with material and and then something eventually sticks um so I guess that's just sort of how I get through it and I guess kind of I'm at the, moment, the stage where I don't I don't often say no, to, it's getting a little bit different now as so I get busier, um, but just just saying yes to opportunities um, wherever you can and just applying for things and, and you know, I mean, like many artists, I have a lot of issues with self-doubt and things like that, but you yeah. just sort of have to put that aside and just apply anyway or, or just, you know, convince yourself that you're qualified even if you feel like you're not, because I know that I am and yeah, just, just keep keep going and keep making art. And that's led me to this year, especially quite a like, great range of wonderful opportunities. I had an exhibition earlier this year with a gallery in Brisbane, the third quarter, um, which unfortunately didn't actually end up being in a gallery. It was all online, but I guess that was for, as far as things to complain about in terms of COVID. It's, it's a very little, like, you know, it's pales in comparison to what other people have had to deal with. Um, it's led me to Swell where I got to install an artwork on the beach for lots and lots of people to see, which, you don't get to do it every day, so that's been really, really thrilling, um, especially because Swell is just such a lovely... It's for everyone, um, for both artists and for, for both the artists and for the audiences, because I know that galleries can be intimidating, both for artists and for audiences, but Swell is not like that it because it's on a beach, so it's really lovely to see um, so many different kinds of people seeing your work. It's, always, it's just a joy to be a little fly on the wall sitting next to your sculpture, especially if people don't know that you're the one that made it you know you will get some people walk past and say oh i could have made that and you just have a little bit of a chuckle to yourself um and then some people you know like asking their kids what they think and it's just lovely being able to hear that sort of thing so that's just yeah that just comes from applying for things it doesn't matter how many times you get rejected you just keep applying for things you just keep making things and yeah eventually it sticks which is it's nice um i'm extremely fortunate because it's also led me to some really exciting opportunities for next year especially with um you know, new spaces opening up on the Gold Coast. I've got a, um, a project coming up where I get to really, it's allowed me to really push, I guess, the conceptual qualities of ceramics as a medium. So I'll be looking at how how ceramics breaks down or how clay breaks down and that transformation from clay to ceramic. Um, and, yeah, sort of researching that project and I'm really excited to be able to share a little bit more about that later on. Yeah. End of chapter five. Hi, this is Michelle, director and producer of The Couch Out Loud. Thank you for listening to Pants Optional Human Books Online. If you would like to see our human books, head over to our socials and YouTube channel.